who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and
Christ with the singing of the Alleluia verse. about 
Jesus and Christmas being what? What is Jesus? What else besides a man? He's a man. What else is Jesus? Where is he? He's our Savior. What else can we talk about with Jesus? We can play with Jesus. We remember when we're playing, right? We remember him all times. He's the light. Remember through Christmas we talked about Jesus being the light? And he is the word. And he is God. And he is our Savior. He is all those things. And Mr. Matt read from Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah. Thousands and thousands of years ago we heard about our Savior my chosen in whom my soul delights. God is happy about Jesus being our Savior, right? And Pastor read from the gospel we heard in Matthew, right? The baptism of Jesus. Why? Jesus was baptized. That Jesus did everything perfect, right? Jesus did everything perfect. So that he could save us. So that he could conquer death. Because that's what he did. He died for us. And God likes to be, God loves to be happy with him. We heard the words, I, I like another translation. We have the same word in the Bible, but we hear God saying at Jesus' baptism, This is my son, whom I love. And I am pleased with him. Now, do you think God... Has a photo album of all of us, all his children. Yeah, he does. I think he remembers us, and maybe he has special pictures of us so that he remembers us and we can remember that we are his children through baptism, through Jesus, the light and savior of the world. Can you say a prayer with me? Heavenly Father. Thank you for adopting us as your true children, saved through your Son, our Savior Jesus. Amen. We continue with the sermon hymn, All Christians Who Have Been Baptized, on page 11.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The wild-eyed wilderness prophet is causing quite a stir. John, the son of the priest Zechariah, is down at the Jordan River preparing the way for the Lord. At John's naming, his father prophesied, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people and the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. John urges everyone, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The reign and rule of God is coming. Turn from your sins now while there's still time. Because we are at the dawn of a new era where God is in charge. Repent now because the Lord is coming to rule. And John is attracting a lot of interest. People from all over are coming to repent of their sins and be baptized in the Jordan River. To be washed clean of their iniquities. The religious leaders come out to spy on John to see what's going on and John rebukes them. The people think John is amazing. People are flocking to hear him and respond to his call to repentance. The people think John is great. And John is great. And he has a huge following. But as great as John is, he is just a prophet. He's just the forward team getting things ready for the king of creation to arrive. John clearly tells the people, I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. John is a great prophet. But he is not worthy to touch the shoes of the one who is to come. And John proclaims that the coming one is coming in power and judgment. Even now, the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand. And he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This follows 700-year-old prophecy from Isaiah. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. That the mountains might quake at your presence. As when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil. To make your name known to your (coughs) adversaries. And that the nations might tremble at your presence. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The Almighty One is coming to rule in judgment with his axe and his winnowing fork. John and the people are expecting a superhero type figure to arrive. They are expecting Superman. And then Jesus arrives. 
And we learn from the Gospel of John that John the Baptist announces Jesus' arrival. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. But Jesus likely does not meet John's or the crowd's expectations. Instead of Superman, they get Clark Kent. Just a normal-looking guy walks up with a few other normal-looking guys. Where's the axe? Where's the winnowing fork? Where's the, the rending of the heavens? Where's the power and might? Yeah. Maybe he's just traveling incognito. And he will transform into the super person that we're expecting. But then Jesus tells John that he needs to be baptized by John. Baptized by John? What? This is a baptism of repentance. You are the chosen one of God, the Messiah, the Lamb of God, taking away the sin of the world. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? John knows that the dark world needs a Savior. The world needs someone to come and conquer evil, to put down the so-called religious leaders who use and abuse others, to strike down corrupt kings who think only of their own comfort, and pleasure. The world needs a powerful Savior to make the mountains quake and the nations tremble. And here is Jesus of Nazareth, who seems so normal. He didn't rend the heavens, he just walked. And instead of taking charge, he's submitting to John's baptism. The pure and holy Lamb of God is going down into the waters in which all the people washed off the filth of their sins. Jesus does not act the way John and the people expect him to act. And for us so often, nothing has changed. Jesus still does not act the way we want him to act. He does not yet eliminate all evil and darkness. This week I spent a lot of time at the bedside of a 17-year-old girl who graduated from our school. She was found unconscious without a heartbeat early on New Year's Eve morning. The paramedics were able to get her heart started but she never regained consciousness. I pleaded, God, make her wake up. Restore her. Bring her back to her family. But God did not. Lacey was determined to have suffered brain death and arrangements were made to donate her organs. God did not do what I wanted him to do. But God did do what he promised to do. As a student, Lacey was baptized into the family of God. 
And he promised to forgive her all her sins. When Jesus went down into the Jordan River, he picked up Alasia's sins. And your sins. And my sins. The holy, pure, sinless Lamb of God became the scapegoat corrupted by sin. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus carries those sins to the cross to be the sacrificial Lamb of God once for all. There in the water, Jesus looks like a normal guy getting baptized after walking down the road to the Jordan River. John must be terribly disappointed that Jesus did not rend the heavens and descend in power. But just then, when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Even though it does not look like it, Jesus really is the Son of God come to save the world. But his ways are not our ways. Jesus did not come to rid the world of sin and evil and sickness and death. Not yet. The people 2,000 years ago were frustrated by Jesus not meeting their expectations. We are frustrated by Jesus not meeting our expectations. Jesus does not come to you as some superhero forcing you to believe and behave Jesus may not do what you want him to do, but Jesus continues to do what he has come to do, to forgive you and give you eternal life. Jesus comes to you hidden in his means of grace. He pours out his grace in the waters of baptism, in his words of forgiveness, and in his own body and blood in Holy Communion. God's ways are not our ways. And yet we are told to continue to pray. And so we continue to pray. In the parable of the persistent widow, Jesus teaches to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. Jesus gives us the Lord's Prayer and says, And when you pray... Do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they'll be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. In 1 Peter we learn, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time He may exalt you. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. 
On Monday night, we got to see this in action. When football players and coaches and fans at Paycor Stadium and those watching on television throughout the country cast their anxieties on the Lord as they watched the medical distress of DeMar Hamlin. I suspect many who profess to be agnostics or atheists joined in praying for DeMar. There was nothing else they could do but pray. And even though they try mightily to reject his rule, in times of trouble, people instinctively know there is a God and they cast their anxieties on him. You live in this time between Jesus' ascension from the Mount of Olives and his return in power and glory. You live now with Jesus' promise of forgiveness of sins and eternal life, looking forward to when Jesus will return with his axe and his winnowing fork to eliminate evil forever. It is a time of now. I am a baptized child of God in the kingdom of, God, of heaven, but the earth has not yet been recreated and the dead have not yet been raised. That day is still coming. For now, living in this dark world, battling the forces of evil, you have the promises of God to strengthen and preserve you as you look forward to Jesus' return in glory to destroy the darkness forever. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord returns in glory. Amen. We rise and confess our sins in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, Father Almighty. And thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting.
from Jim Hosmer, who is fighting an infection, the family of Alicia Barbary, a former student here at Emmanuel, who died this past week, and Gary Benson, who is recovering from heart issues. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all baptized, that having been united to Christ's death and resurrection through water and the word, we may be strengthened by the Holy Spirit and equipped with his gifts to live the new life given us by God's gracious hand. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who proclaim Jesus Christ, that through their godly message, many would repent of their sins and join him in his heavenly kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For families, that the Lord would bless all parents, especially mothers, to joyfully acknowledge the gifts of spouse, children, and home. And for the elderly, the widowed, and the orphan, that our Heavenly Father would show forth His grace to them, so that they would not feel alone. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the rulers of the nations, that they would submit to the preaching of God's Word and acknowledge Jesus as the Christ and true King. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those threatened by natural disaster, dangerous weather, pestilence, flood, or famine, that our God, who created the heavens and <coughs> stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, would provide all that is needed for this body and life, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those in need of healing and deliverance, including Amy, Roxanne, Polly, Jill, Barb, Isaac, Chuck, Susan, Jim, Gary, and the family of Alicia, that God would provide healing, restoration, and justice according to his good and gracious will, and that he would cause us to rejoice in the everlasting faithfulness of Christ his servant, who preserves the bruised reed in a faintly burning way. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who partake of holy communion today, that living as those who have been crucified with Christ in baptism and raised to newness of life, we would receive with repentant hearts his body and blood for forgiveness of sins. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you have called your church from every tribe and nation. Grant that your people throughout the world would rejoice in the death and resurrection of Christ and live as those who have died and risen with him in holy baptism. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
Give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For in his baptism, your voice from heaven revealed him as your beloved Son. And the Holy Spirit descended on him, confirming him to be the Christ. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying,
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and preserve you in true faith unto life everlasting. Heart in peace. Your sins are forgiven. Now and forever. 